Ladies, gentlemen, welcome to the colorful world of Skittles. Skittles brings you a jolt of five fruity flavors in every bite, giving you the chance to taste the rainbow like never before. Break free from the ordinary day-to-day with the help of Skittles Chewy Candy. Skittles is a must in my candy jar, movie snack, even my secret, so an afternoon pick-me-up. And I don't even care who knows it. Add a splash of joy to your day with Skittles. There's nothing better than fruity fun that tickles your taste buds. Taste the rainbow. The, 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 the dream is real. God, I just don't know where we'll be going. Oh, hey, how you doing? It's your lifestyle specialist, Kenny Burns, reporting to you live from the safest place on earth. I call it Loveland. And sometimes in Loveland, we talk about whole time, but you're going to have to wait for the episode. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't want to start, start this thing off right. We're going to start this thing off right. We got badass. Is in the house tonight. We gonna start this shit off right. Hey, mm. everybody need a little whole time. Round of applause for whole time. All right, look at wait, Tiffany wait, in the corner. Wait, wait, wait. I did not agree to that. Tiffany. I didn't agree to that. <laughs> no. All right, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for our illustrious panel of superheroes. Let's start with Kendra Coco King. She got a documentary come out. I'll let her reveal the name. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, keep those round of applause going for my brother. We call him the Honorable Dr. Muhammad Aloysius, a.k.a. Teule. Yeah, got that right. Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't know how I got stuck. It sounded like an uh, algorithm to me. Ladies and gentlemen, keep those hands going. Keep those hands going for my beautiful sister from another mister. They call her Cheryl Ray Reed. I call her Dr. Sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, y'all. And don't start without the hey, y'all. Lord have mercy. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 54, The Village. And you see, I'm at the YMCA with my village. YMCA. YMCA. Nobody else going to look at Kendra. Is it? did it. No, it's they fine. The yeah. black version. We needed a black version like the black happy birthday. Remix. Sway the remix. God, we need a remix of that there player. I need you on that. My dog. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, and I first... Send me my split sheet because I'm, I'm really the feature, okay? Well, you, Thank you. You are the feature. The one, not the two. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, round of applause <laughs> for Sugar and the remix YMCA coming to TKBS Records very soon. God is good. This is our third single. Yeah, this we're going to have a whole album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we finna oh have God. a whole album. And the album's gonna be called Whole Time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um <laughs> It was a hell of a weekend for your lifestyle specialist Kenny Burns. I was down in Miami, uh K Loke in La Casa, you don't know one, you know what I'm talking about. And um Monique Rodriguez, the founder and creator of Mayel Organics. She had an amazing birthday party, y'all. I'm talking about Circus de Mole. You heard of Circus de Soleil? This was Circus de Mole. Ashanti and Ja Rule. You know what I'm talking about? They did they want to, took us back in the little 2000s. You know what I'm talking about? We was getting our thing on. And then DJ E class, and now you know what we do, huh? Tore that motherfucker up. And my outfit was outfitting. You you see it? Yeah, outfit was outfitting. So I'm. You feel me? Um, but ladies and gentlemen, I have some news for the nation. Um, we were up for an ANA Multicultural Conference uh, Award um, for our podcast on the McDonald's Change Leaders Program. 
And you guys have been hearing the advertisement here on the Kenny Burns Show with McDonald's. And we won the motherfucking award. We won the award. We got a whole award in the first year of our existence. Yes, Lord. Huh? All we do is win, 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 no matter what. Every time I'm in the building, everybody hands go up. The, the, the dream. And they say that. We got an award, so big shout to all those amazing change leaders. Um, you know, my partners obviously at Podcast Digital. Big shout out to Gary, Sahar, Marina, and the entire Pod Digital crew. And thanks to oh McDonald's, man. I'm loving it. I am loving it. You know what I'm saying? So that was beautiful. Yeah, that was that was amazing. Yeah, ba da ba ba ba. Listen, 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 McDonald's. You are the one, not the two. We appreciate you. But ladies and gentlemen, I am uh, overwhelmed, obviously, in 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 love with that because that was something that Gary from Pod Digital hit me with, you know, in December of last year, and he was like, "We're gonna do this thing." We were talking about experiential outside of you know, the podcast realm, and y'all know I do experiential. So he called me down in uh, January, and we did it, and we had, uh, what was it, 10 episodes or so um, that we posted um, on our platforms. If you did not hear them, please go meet those change leaders. They are on our YouTube page. The dream is real. So another round of applause for the ANA Multicultural Conference. We got an award for our McDonald's Change Leaders Podcast. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. But ladies and gentlemen, episode 54 is here. And I want to tell you how I came up with the title, The Village. Uh, a good friend of mine, Big Bank, from the Big Facts Podcast, called me and said that him and Courtney, his right-hand woman, were coming up with an idea called Linking Us. And they wanted to have a conversation with some local politicians about voting and the importance of it, right? And then even just talk about city things, city things that aren't happening that we'd like to see happen in our community. So I said, sure, Big Bank, you know, uh, love the evolution, love where you're going with this. You know, I want to help you change um, the city and the things that, you know, need to happen here. We need to implement and I'm all down, 10 toes down, okay? Showed up for free, 99. That's my brother. I, I used to get paid to come outside. Y'all know how I do it. So I go up there, and we got into some real conversations. It was uh, the beautiful commissioner uh, in Fulton County, Khadijah, was there. Uh, and we had some real thoughtful conversations, y'all. But I was like getting to, you know, the kind of, um, I don't know, y'all. I was just in there. I'm hearing her talk, and I'm thinking politician. You know what I'm saying? But I'm also hearing her talking, thinking about change agent because she's saying all the right things. Big shout out to Commissioner Khadijah, right? But I want to kind of like just get into where we are in the political sphere of it all, right? Because we have a big election coming up again, right? In 2024. Now, mind you, that's a presidential election, but we also have some local and state stuff going on and we need to be very intent on learning about what affects our neighborhoods. Now, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. some of the topics that we were discussing that were bothering my soul is homelessness, right? You drive through Atlanta, mm-hmm. you got 40-story buildings, you know what I'm saying, in Atlanta, but right under the buildings on the freeway, you got people homeless. Now, this abandoned building has been by infamous rim shop, Greg and the rim shop, Eric Sermon used to be on, they used to have studio and they used to be the hangout. Building right next door, 40 stories. 
And it's been abandoned, I want to say, since the 90s. I want to say. Why are we not putting money into that building, having an open door policy for the homeless? Why are we not doing things to, you know, clean up our cities in that way, right? So we're talking, uh-huh. and we're going through these range of emotions because I'm really pushing back on everything. You know, we, we're talking about, well, we voting for this one. You know, Commissioner Khadija had mentioned our jails and how all these things are happening. Now, mind you, Fulton County Jail is going down. You know, big shout out to Sheriff Pat LeBac. It's going down in the jail, but it's jail. You would kind of expect some shit to go down in jail, would you not? I mean, I would think mm-hmm. if, you feel me? Like, so, and I get the conditions. I mean, they reported some people have died in jail, this, that, and the third, right? Now, mind you, we want everything to be humane. But in that moment that she was talking about what was not going on in the jail that should be going on, I'm thinking to myself, well, damn. Maybe people should be fearful for going to jail. And maybe if they thought that they was gonna get gang raped as soon as they walk into jail, they might not commit some of these crimes. Or maybe they thought if they got stabbed up in the shower, they wouldn't be committing these crimes. Now I'm not trying to be so, you know, mean in thought, right? But I know damn well going to jail, I knew I never wanted to go back. I knew that it took one time for me to see what was going on and how much of a change, you know, and clearly I was in that mindset as a as a juvenile, but it makes you worse. Some people can't think about, okay, if I get out, I'm gonna do better. Some people gotta, you know, emulate what they see. They gotta lock all the way in to the despair and, and the rules that go on in jail. So as uh-huh. we continue talking, I'm like, whoa, man, this is like, this is getting heavy because I'm really pushing back on things I thought made sense once upon a time. This should be a great place. It should be a clean place. This should be a place where people can be rehabilitated. But as I'm thinking about it more too, I'm getting more disgusted with the fact that we keep knowing better and not doing nothing about it. We keep committing the same crimes. We keep acting the same way. And I'm just, and I wanna know how y'all feel because I'm not going anymore. I think, and it's not hardening, right? It's becoming more realistic because in the same breath I said, we need to double down you know, on the things that are really working, the people that want to change, the 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 candidates that are affecting real change. You know, the one thing I was impressed about John Ossoff, he calls me to this day. I helped him get in office. He calls me to this day. How can I help you? Do you need me? What's going on in your community? You know, and that's the type of leaders we need. So am I tripping? Because I feel like we are in a place where we can keep talking about it, but without action, nothing gets done. You know, for, we talk about the village, right? The village is, it's really like a picture of where you, you are born, where you grow up and what shapes you. Right. Right. That's, that's your village. Right. And everybody in the village has a role. Right. Unfortunately, in our village, our culture, which is predominantly, you know, hip hop culture, so to speak. Yeah, no question. We don't. You know, people are financiers, people who are supposed to finance the village and right. make it better, don't do it. Right. Right. And so you've got entertainers, athletes, whoever it is, they don't have a village mentality. They have a me mentality. So mm. instead of, you know, you having 17 cars, 19 homes, you could really help eradicate homelessness mm. by taking care of your village. Yes. Because if you look into Atlanta, probably 90% of the people who are homeless are people of color. Right. 
if 90% of the population in Atlanta was homeless, or well, that homeless culture was white, I guarantee they clean it up. Just like the pills, you know, it's an epidemic now because meth. Opioid, they clean that up quick. Yeah, well, right? even the meth addiction, these people still have homes and you on meth. Nah. You're absolutely so you got, right. You know, a lot of the rappers here who make money have not done a really good job of taking care of the village. These no, individuals for sure. have 15 different homes. You know, my real estate portfolio was amazing. Yeah. Hey, what you doing for your people? Yeah. What You know, you could, our financiers should be having better schools for us. Right. Better medical facilities. But y'all using your money for, for capitalism and you're pouring right back into your oppressor. So, I mean, what do you expect? Mm. It's not going to get better. If you think the government is going to help people of color not be homeless, there's actually very big money in poverty. Right. Because medicine is on the, on the in, other end of that. No, like medicine is on the other end of that. And we all uh-huh. see and have seen what the pharmaceutical business has done to America. I was just talking to a young lady who was at Two La Two Nails. Oh Lord, I done said where I get my nails done, child. Um, but anyway, I, my friends for 27 years, you know, it's like it's like cheers when you go in there. Everybody's communing and talking. And we were literally, you know, <laughs> I damn sure said it. Um, when, you, when you go like in there, you're having these conversations and a lady was in Kentucky. She took a nurse's assignment in Kentucky and she was talking about how like the meth opioid thing was unbelievable. She also talked about child abuse and the things she saw in the form of like kids getting abused. But Uh I was really baffled because these pharmaceutical companies make these drugs. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the legal ones, not the meth, that Uh are worse than meth. And And the thing with that is that opioid epidemic. Yeah. It is. It's a. It's a bankroll for the uh, pharmaceuticals too, because they have yeah. now developed money. Not money. They have now developed medications that will that people can take to reverse it. Yes. So if they OD, mm-hmm. they can reverse it. And so they're not taking the opioids out. They're not limiting the. They're not limiting the access to right. it. They're just giving something else. And so that's why when travel nurses get those assignments, they're able to get all the money that they need to make for the year in in an eight week assignment. Right. Because of the amount of stuff that they have to deal with, like it's just it's a never ending cycle. Yeah, I love your face, by the way. I don't know what you say that. Thank you. Okay, great. Um, but you guys should watch Painkiller. I don't know if you've seen Painkiller. Yes. Painkiller on Netflix. Watch that, y'all. And it's just tricky. And, and I'm not trying to get anyone in a tailspin or spiral, you know, but we have to talk about these things because these are the things that are controlling the narrative. When you think about our village in politics, we can't trust politicians to the point that we're just going to put our lives in their hands. But what we can do is use the ones that have to abide by us because they're getting our vote. They have to listen to us. They have to take our phone calls. They have to meet with us. We got to do a better job of getting to them in that positive manner because I promise you, people going to do what you let them do now. They're going to do what you allow them to do. But if you're in the face, huh? if you're in the face, if you're in the face, they can't, you know what I'm saying, keep pushing you to the side or the ideas mm-hmm. or the, the wants that you have as a community. Now, if we're going together, how are we denied? We've proven over and over again when we click up, when we link up, it's a it's a it's a vibe. It's a vibe and things get done. But see, ladies and gentlemen, homelessness, to Teule's point, is profitable. Oh yeah. 
They keep you out of certain areas at night because you just don't know. The element is down there. You don't want to walk through certain. Am I lying? I left my no. I left my sister's uh, birthday party the other night. Where, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, the uh, instructions were not on the thing. It just had a <laughs> hip hop fifty logo. So me and my wife wore hip hop fifty. We got to read. Reading is fundamental, but we didn't read, and we went. We was the only ones in the hip hop fifty attire. <laughs> Okay, the dream's still real. Okay. Um, but we were leaving the event, and this guy had a full-blown episode on the corner. Like, and mm. this was in the underground, so it's already sketchy spice during the day, let alone night. Right? But I want to say this because on the mental health side of things, people are abusing mental mm-hmm. health and the dollars that come for mental health patients or the time and leave you get from your jobs for mental health. Ladies and gentlemen, it is unbelievable how it has become an excuse. Now, I'm not talking about for the mentally challenged. This guy on the corner I'm talking about definitely needs our help. But there's people in, in, in with, with mental health leave from places they need to be working because they actually can still do the job they just tired that's not mental health issues or they just not doing the work that they need to do to make sure that they are managing their expectations and what they're supposed to do quit taking off work every week and and listen because guess what we cannot sustain in society we can't if people Mm -hmm. keep we talked about the customer service thing y'all are entering these jobs where you need to be able to deal with people therefore you need to be able to deal with yourself it starts with you you can't possibly go work with somebody else not understanding the value of you. That's that's how you get these issues. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to define, in my opinion, there's a difference between being tired, fed up, frustrated, and there's a difference between that and, and mental health issues. When you can't help the way you act, that's a mental health issue. When you have these bouts with reality and you live in this fictional place and world, that is a mental you know, challenge. So, you know, I just, we were talking about that in that linked up discussion and I just got so irritated too because I'm like, everybody, you can't just blame it on mental health. You got to do some work. You have to do mm-hmm. some work. You, you think I had it easy growing up with a mother that was as free spirit as Mildred Monday? No, I did not. I, I saw things I was not supposed to see, but it was normal to me. But guess what I wanted? For me, better. I wanted better for me. So I did the work. We continuously complain Right, even when we get checked in life, right? The re- reason a lot of us have mental health issues is because you stand on some bullshit. You stand on some shit that just ain't true. Like think about the truth, get out your ego, just step outside of yourself. If you step out of yourself, you could process better. Especially when you're dealing with individuals that are selfless. And we need more selfless humans because we would have less mental health if we had less abusers. Or what did you call them, Taylor? Like overseers. We got literal leaders of community raping and pillaging, Uh physical and mental. But yet we stand here and stand beside these people. And that's where like, you know, I don't want to get butt naked and move to the woods, (laughs) but I do feel the the, the weight of the world now. Why you make that face? I'm dead serious. Because I see why people go crazy. That's what I mean by butt naked and move to the world. Listen, woods. we just didn't know what was happening right there, so I was just trying to, yeah. wait to see where it was going. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but you, know, you be and, left. You know, I visualize everything. So yeah, I'm you. Just oh, saying. no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whole time, episode 172 is on the way. See, look, see somebody at the edge of your property line, like. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Kenny said he was going to get butt naked and move to the woods. He lived in the woods. 
Um, I, you know, <laughs> I, you know, but I, but I'm understanding more and more how people lose it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, people lose it, and you can't get it back once you. And this is different from <laughs> mental health too. I think if you double down on believing something that ain't true long enough, you're not mentally challenged. You just believe your own bullshit. And this mm-hmm. is where we at. So one of the things that I I would like to share regarding all of this is that sometimes uh, when you are around people that are going through something and you don't check them and they start spiraling, you are a part of the problem. So as as a good friend, I'd be like, okay, now let's let's rethink what we're thinking. Right. And let's look at it from this perspective, because you don't have to be negative about something every time you mention it yeah you need to figure out your action plan come on and we need to figure out how to work through it because i understand and i will be here to listen and i will love you through it and i'm gonna be the best friend i can be but i also will not allow you to mull in that you don't need to just dig yourself a deeper hole every time like there's no need so i literally just had a friend over today and she was just like you you are too good to be true i said actually i'm not this is me Every time working like, on it too, though. Saying. But you work like, on it I, every day, though, sugar. Like you work every, on. I have to. I have to because if I don't, I will spiral, and y'all don't want to see the spiral in me because it's hard to get out of it. And I know because I've been there. Yeah. And so when I see other people spiraling, I'm like, uh-uh, detour. Yeah. No, no, no. We're not doing that. Yeah. And if we self-check like that, we'd be better off. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I want to get into our our village, right? Our immediate village. Mm-hmm. When you think about our immediate village, that's where we start to change. Our immediate village. You do not realize, and I'm talking about your family, your household. If you can start with the one person or the person you talk to every day, to Sugar's point, the friend that just came over today, looking at her and wants to emulate how she is showing up in life. We all have that ability. Do you know if you today was inside of your household, inside of your peer group, friend group, and you had discussion and said, look, we not doing this, 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 and this, right? Five things. Let's let's challenge the nation right now. We're going to take five things that we want to change about the way we're showing up in life. I guarantee you. It not only changes the five of you and changes those things, or I'm sorry, your immediate circle. I don't know if it's five, 10, 25, hopefully it's 100,000. But whoever it is, I guarantee you, those five things will uh-huh. permeate through your community. Ladies and gentlemen, when, when you was growing up and you didn't understand what the Muslim religion was and you saw that family in your building or on the block and how regimented they were and how they always showed up, even back in the day when the five percenters and seven percenters and 27 percenters, it was no 27 percenters, but you get what I'm saying? When it was a whole movement of consciousness and, 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 and wondering where we were actually from. You respected them. You knew nothing about the religion. You knew nothing about what they ultimately were trying to do if you weren't on that page of discovery, but you you show respect. When people think about the FOI, they immediately think of respect. They not going, let me fix my face. Let me fix my attitude. You know what I mean? So if you take that, y'all, and this is an assignment for our immediate villages, our households, our immediate friend and peer groups, our, our professions and where we show up and go to school and work and job every day. Let's take five things that we not, I'm trying to stop saying the N word. And ladies and gentlemen, I said it so much that every time I say it, and I said it a little bit on accident, you know, since October 3rd, so don't judge me, I'm a work in progress. But every time I say it, I'm checking myself. 
And then I'm saying out loud to the people, like, why are you not, why are you checking yourself? Because I don't want to say it and you shouldn't say it either. And that's how we change. That's how we change not only our immediate village, but our immediate communities, our entire community. And and I I, want to know what y'all perspective is on that because I see y'all weekly changing. I see you weekly adding things that we discussed right here to your game, your blueprint. And well, my, my change is not simply for me. And again, if we, we're talking about a village perspective, you are created to be a service to your village. Come on. It's your family, your community, your friend group. If you enter into any of these, you know, villages, for lack of a better phrase, wanting to be served, then your purpose is messed up. Come on. You should be looking to as a friend. How can I serve this? My, my friend. Are you going through something? Let me cook you something. Let me take some stress off of your plate. Oh, you got a dream? What is that dream? How can I help you with that dream, right? That's how you become a service to that that friend group, that family. You know, if you're serving your family, I heard you say something on the podcast recently. I can't remember the sister's name, but she had a super big Oh, uh, big shout out to uh, Love, uh, what's your Instagram? Love Christopher Renee? Well, it's Crystal Renee. But y'all should follow her. Keep it positive, sweetie. I think it's her movement. Uh-huh. It is amazing. We had a great conversation. But thank you for reminding me to shout her out. It came out last yeah, week. You were talking about in your relationship how you look to serve each other. Right? Yes. And if you see what's missing in villages, culture now is people don't want to serve each other. Well, he don't make this, she don't make that. Yes. It's never gonna be equal. A relationship is never 50-50. It's, it's never. It's 90-10, it's gonna be 70-30. It Fact. might be 99-1. Yes. But if everything is about service, how can I serve my children, right? My money is not just so I can just, you know, ball out and do all this other stuff. No, my money should be, how can I make my children better? How can I be a springboard so that they don't have to go through what I went through uh-huh. in, in all areas. And yes. so we can get this, again, village has to be about service. And if it's not that, then you are messing it up. The village is where your talents, your gifts, your vision is incubated. Come on. And if it's not doing that, then you're, you're, in, you're wasting breath, like Nipsey said. If you don't know your purpose, then you're wasting air. And that's Come what on. Doing. It's just a me, me, me. Round of applause. This man, man. Pastor, uh, the Honorable Aloysius is outside. I mean, you listen, man. And, and it's so true. We, we, we don't, for ego's sake, we don't want to emulate what we see. How do you not feel good about something in your spirit when you see it and not want to add it to your game? I am confused about that. Sugar, how do they? How do you see something that is amazing, but yet you don't want to emulate it because you feel listen away because you want because people want to be the author and finisher of everything that they are doing. They wanna, they wanna be, they wanna be self-made so bad that they don't want to be like, you know what? I continue to do this, or I increase doing this because I see somebody else doing it. Oh. Ebony, the great. Come on, when Ebony. I tell you. She is the quintessential, how can I support you? What can I hey, do to love you? Hold on, hold on, round of applause. What can I do to help you? She is that friend, love right? Love you, E.B. And so, even though I was, already, I was already that type of friend, she helped me up my game. Come so on. when I see somebody like today, one of my homegirls from undergrad was like saying she was having a rough day and da 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 da. Yeah. Immediately I said, how can we support you? Right. Because what is it that you need? 
because mm-hmm. I'm not in the same city as you, so I can't like pop up with a charcuterie board. But you know what I'm saying? Like, what can I do to support you? Like, what can I do to help you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I listen. And you and you know what? It's so simple of a thing to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, she just hit me yesterday with a text because yesterday we had our 24th anniversary. That's right, 24 ooh, years ooh. of marriage. She just sent me a text that the Friday before, just to say. Like just look as you get into this whoop de whoop, and I'm like, damn, it's so, it's so effortless because it was a text. You got to talk to somebody, yeah, but not yeah, absolutely one thousand percent. But it's the the way you can deliver these messages and not have to think it has to be so grandiose. It means so much uh-huh. that every, I mean, no matter what's going on in my life, big or small, it's a simple text. It's a call. It's a flying to DC. She flew to DC for CBC backstage with me all in the mix one night. She ain't even getting the fucking club the night after that. You know what I'm saying? Had no feeling about it. Nothing was just like, I had a good time child. I went, I was going to call you. I said, well, you can't be with me and not call me, but but that's a friend. Mm-hmm. A friend ain't trying to worry you to death about some shit that you you in the middle of something. You know what I'm saying? So big shout out to Ebony, cause I ain't yeah. gonna lie, like I you know the friend thing is big to me, but she has become a friend because she's consistently you know yes. trying to be that, and I appreciate yep. you. TKBS, I have some big news for you. McDonald's dropping two new sauces, sweet and spicy jam and mumbo sauce. The kids can't wait. I can't even. That's right. It's time to take your flavor palette to sweet and spicy jam levels on that McGriddle with a side of hash browns or get in the pocket like go-go with the sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit dripping with mumbo sauce. Whatever you're going to do, you better do it quick because these amazing sauces are only available for a limited time at participating McDonald's. It's time to get saucy with sweet and spicy jam and mumbo sauce at McDonald's. If you like using debit over credit, don't you think it's time to get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases, plus on all the things you've been contemplating for a really long time. So that concert, no brainer. Self-care, yes please. Do what you love and get cash back while you're doing it. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Tough is in your DNA. It drives your resilience. Even when they told you you couldn't, you did what no one else could because you're different from the rest. Every day you work hard to conquer challenges, making the impossible happen. And tomorrow you'll do it all over again with a truck that's just as tough as you. Explore the best Ford truck for you today at Ford.com. Built for tough. Bet you didn't know this. One in eight people have worked at McDonald's. That's right. They went to McDonald's for a job and found so much more that was too good to pass like McDonald's online high school program where over 82,000 people received access to education and McDonald's archway to opportunity where many have developed business and entrepreneurial skills. Think about it. With McDonald's, there's a lot of power in one in eight. One in eight have worked at McDonald's and where you start stays with you. This episode is sponsored by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you know you're getting the real deal. Whether you're looking for a head-turning handbag or a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym or sneakers and streetwear that make every step feel fly. These days to know for sure you're getting the real deal, go straight to eBay. When you're searching, just look for that blue check mark. It will say authenticity guarantee. That means when you buy it, you can be confident that it's authenticated by real experts. It's nothing like getting something and knowing it's real. Listen, when you're finally ready to buy that thing you love, you have to make sure you're not going to catch a 
fake facts. They're everywhere, and it's really tough to tell the difference for yourself. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, that's easy. So again, look for the blue check mark. That way, when it hits your doorstep, not only do you know it's real, but the feeling you get when you put it on is also for real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk about something that is awful. I mean, we're looking at what's going on with Israel and Palestine, <sighs> and it's heartbreaking. And I, I, you know, I don't really like speaking on, you know, who and what all the time because there are so many intricacies, you know, mm-hmm. with this region um, and how long they've been at it. Um, I do want to say wholeheartedly uh, to my. You know, Israel community, um, our Jewish community, I'm sending you love, I'm sending you support um, to my Palestinian community that has nothing to do with Hamas. Uh, I am sending you love and support. Um, and I'm just, you know, every visual I'm seeing are babies dying. You know what I'm saying? And then when you look at what's going on in Palestine from the destruction standpoint, it's like, oh my God. And, you know, I say this often about America. We some gangsters. America be putting their nose in everybody's business, and it's for power. It's for control. Um, And we've seen how other nations are now acting out from the monetary system um, to, you know, just services and goods. I mean, they really try to turn up on the United States, but the United States has put themselves in a position where you really can't move. We're going to squeeze you. We're going to get everything we came for and we're unapologetic about it. You know, um, Israel has the support, but they're not America, right? And I'm fearful for the region in general because on the flip side of that, you know, um, Hamas is connected to all the terrorists in the region. And they have way more land access, power, and money, especially if you want to talk about what the Saudis have been accused of supporting with all their wealth. So, you know, I want to know what y'all think about that because as we talk about our world village, we have to care. We have to not only care, but we have to speak truth to power because we get so much misinformation from social media in the news. I mean, I watch some channels, it's all... Israel and how we need to support. Then you look at social media and you see the outcry for Palestine and the innocent members that have nothing to do with with Hamas. You know, but what do we do? Because this is so crucial to our world village. I've, I've been watching and I've been researching and everything about it. Right. But this is my stance. I'm praying for both sides because mm, yeah. the people that live there has really not too much to do with it. No, it's a government thing. That. That is, and, that's and they're the ones that's suffering. They're losing entire families. So I'm praying for both sides for just humanity. Yeah. And I'm just leave it at that. Yeah, sugar. Um, when you just mentioned how the United States is always like getting in somebody else's business, it really circled back to the fact that we have all of this homelessness <sighs> epidemic across the country not just in Atlanta, not just Mm -hmm. in Nashville, but everywhere it is getting out of control. But we are so worried about other affairs that we are everywhere else except for handling things here so that once we handle things here, we could go help somebody else. So 
even though we're not in the mix with that, mm -hmm. I feel like it is a direct, um, it has a direct effect because we aren't able to help them because we can't help ourselves. But and, and speaking of for the voiceless yeah. is the thing that we, I feel like we need to be doing. Sugar. We have to be able to speak for those who can't speak for themselves. No, 1000%. But we, we, we can do something. And, and the fact of the matter is we doing the wrong things because all we ever do is add military aid. And we add mm -hmm. aid in the form of, but if you look at the big contribution that America, they, they put the battleship right off the mm -hmm. sea coast and with all the nukes and the, the biggest, you know, with all the planes that can come in. Because, you know, our fighters can do more damage on that one boat than a whole entire country's army. You understand me? So that's the threat. Even when you saw, you know, back when uh, the, the leader of North Korea was was, mm -hmm. was was tripping and Taiwan was in place. Sent them ships on over there. Where that where that go? They quiet it down. But but that's the bully. The bully coming to play. Oh y'all. But 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 what what does that do at the end of the day? It don't do nothing for Israeli and Palestine relations. It's like putting a bandaid on the bullet wound. You feel what I'm saying? And and listen, whether you agree or not, the innocent Palestinians have real skin in the game and and how they feel. I'm not talking about Hamas or terrorists. I'm talking about humans that don't want no smoke. Mm -hmm. So we, you know, we we do. And, and and you and I wasn't trying to interrupt you. Sugar, I was just kind of trying to just get in what the United States be doing because you're right. The humanitarian piece of that should be the focal point. Not that we're gonna come with these things and, and be the bully. To be very honest with you, I am thankful that we are a superpower. I am I am thankful that no one comes here and turns up. But at the same time, I'm tired of seeing us turn up in other people's homelands. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of seeing other people, you know, be the be bullies. And it's it's not humanity to your point. And it just sickens me, man, because all you seeing of these babies come out this rubble, you seeing just the lifeless bodies, you seeing all the death and despair. And that's what they really want us to see, y'all. They really want us to see that. And it's terrible because that's the mind control as a world village that we have to live under we are living under mind control let's show them that we don't care about life let's go through it we don't care about life we don't care about what you talking about as far as you know let's think about the united states you got all this money you got all this wealth but it can be taken from you tomorrow who really in charge you don't pay some taxes on some land that you done paid taxes on for 59 years in your family, but they gonna come take it because you got two citations. Who really in charge? Like, and so when you get to thinking about all this, you gotta you gotta use this against them, y'all. You gotta use all. You don't understand the you know. And it's back to the Lincoln this conversation. We were talking about locally how there are so many rights afforded to you that you just don't take advantage of, or even that you know exists. Like if you had a death in the family, as it adheres to taxes, or just different things. If you got 40 acres and you start burying your family on your land, how that becomes a whole tax-free I mean, they're just things that you could literally take advantage of that we don't even begin to think of. And that's why I always say it starts with our own individual communities, our immediate communities. You start to do these things and your neighbor like, hey, what? What you doing? Oh, yep. I'm doing this. This will happen. Oh, I got this thing the other day because, you know, Sally Mae was about to get thrown out of her house. She had two citations. It was $400. And, you know, we came together and got her the $800. Like, I'm just saying, if you knew these things, 
we could do more for each other. But I want to talk about this now. I feel like we have to start over. I think we have to start over with our village. And the reason I say we have to start over with our village is because we don't have a consistent village anymore. We don't communicate with our neighbors. We talked about this several times on the Kenny Burns show, on the TKBS podcast. We don't, we don't care. And it's evident. How do y'all feel about starting over with our village? I think it's so important to make sure that you know who's around you so that you can build relationship with them so that you can continue to increase community. Because like you said, if we're not talking to each other, we might know something that they need to know. Facts. And we're not talking to each other so that communication is never gonna happen. So um, I um, I just wish that we could get back to that. And I try in my, in my, uh, in my neighborhood to like right. build community with people. It doesn't go so well, but I try. I make cookies and ooh, leave them. I've done it, but then they be oatmeal they raisin or no? Like, no, just you know some some allergy free ones so that everybody's good. <laughs> but I'm just like I don't know what else to do because I want to speak to you, but I don't know like what else to do. Like what are we gonna do? Nah, listen, and that's the start though. Mm-hmm. You know. We're, we're the, who be really be at the PTA meetings? When Jessica used to go to the PTA meetings, it'd be scarce. Who goes to, are there even community conversations anymore where people meet monthly and talk about things going, you okay, I get that you on the ring thing and, and, and there's communities within the ring and then you have the Facebook chat about the neighbor. But are y'all meeting? Do you know each other or y'all just talking shit through the intra, intra waves? Because that, that's not real communication to me. Oh, I saw a fox jumped. Who fence? Where? Where was it? Talk to me. Was Susan home? Did Tommy come out? Who shot the dog? I'm just saying, I want to know things. I really do, but that starts with our community, right, Taylor? We have to get into each other's business in a good way. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Taylor. You, Dr. Allen, we have to get into each other's business in a good way. Bars. And we do. I need to figure out, you know, back in the day, the 50s, 60s, and 70s, we would have community meetings, right? Yeah, where they to at? Figure out, hey, this is what we don't want in our community. Facts. But again, we, we get into the bag, and the bag is now to build bigger fences instead of just going back to your community to figure out, yo, how can I get rid of some of this stuff? Because what good is it for me to go have all this money? have a great house, but my mama still live in the hood. That doesn't make <laughs> any sense. And a lot of times they don't want to leave the community because that's where they own that home. Let's clean it up. Get into each other's business. Hey, Come what's on. going on? Why is this like this? Hey, sister, why your eye like that? Hey, brother, what you doing? You can't do it. Hey, ain't no drugs being sold in this Yes. Community. We got to get into each other's business, not just build bigger fence because when we get into Come each other's on. business, the idea is not to have bigger fences. To, you don't even need a fence. Come on. That's what the Panthers did. No, you cannot sell drugs in this community. If you do, you're going to have to answer the 12 brothers. And what you yep. hey, if you, if you beat that sister, you're going to have to answer. Like my dad was part of that. And, hey, if you came, if a sister came and had her eye messed up, right. they're going to take that brother somewhere and they're going to beat his tail to let you know you can't beat up on sister. Come on. Now, the big thing is. You know what? That ain't none of my business. No, it is your business if you see somebody getting drugged at a gas station. Come on! Your sister. Like, we got to get back into each other's business so that we can care about what we are doing. Yes. That's when you will see the PTA meetings full, right? Yes. Because you'll, you'll understand, like, 
when your neighbors are talking about a certain teacher that ain't treating the kid right, hey, let's all go down to yeah. the school. We're gonna all take off work and we're gonna talk to this principal. This cannot happen in this school. That's we real. Not treat these kids like that. That's how we're going to do this. Not this ain't none of my business. I, I ain't got nothing to do with me. Hey, I'm in a gated community. Okay, and then what, fool? You can't you can't do nothing with your soul. Yeah. Dark. Yeah. Let me tell y'all something, and you just struck a nerve. This might be a whole nother episode, but do you think we'd have a hood if we took care of our shit? Ooh. Ooh. Do you think there would be a hood? Now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't give a fuck what you say because we wouldn't, to be honest with you. If you took care of your home, if you cared about your neighborhood, if you cared about the people in your neighborhood, it wouldn't be no hood. The, the hood is the delinquency and the ignorance that we applaud, celebrate, and inject into our communities. If we took care of our mm-hmm. space, everybody not gonna have the same money. Everybody not gonna have the same opportunity. But if you love your space, anybody that knows me has had the pleasure of coming around me to my personal space, it shows how much I love my life. Not all the mm-hmm. things I have, what I put into it. How I love on my family. How I love on the place and where I live, the the grounds. You ain't finna find no trash. You're not finna find no no weeds growing up in the gutter. You're not about to find that. I care about where I live. Whether I was with my mama in a single fucking room that morning, I woke up from school and then had a one bedroom when I came home. We treated like our home. My mama would take cinder blocks and wood and make shells. She would have crates on underneath them, whatever it was, but the shit looked good. I thought it was, I thought it was normal. So when I got an opportunity and the crate version moved to a futon, I got me a futon. I just liked the way, cause it reminded me of my mama. But you take pride in your home. You take pride in what you would talk on some level, because guess what? It's not, it's not for you to fuck up. We fucking uh-uh. up the world and it was giving it to us much better than we leaving it. Sometimes excited. whenever you Study. are in a, in, a, in a dark space or in a, a downtime, you start feeling like you don't care about yourself. And then I get it. It, it turns into the way your, your living situation is. So sometimes when I'm kind of feeling like I'm a little spirally, right. my house will look like I don't care about myself. And then I, it'll snap like, girl, you care about yourself. Yeah. Get your space together. You'll feel better. Yeah. You'll act better. You'll show up better. And you'll look better because you ain't pillaging trying to find the stuff that you try to put on to look like you care about yourself. Absolutely. And I ain't never been to a hood, and I want y'all to hear this. I ain't never been to the hood where there has been more people that care then don't and that's that's the problem people just don't care you know but you see that one person down the hall always smell good when she opened the door always coming out in her best she got the same she the same life you got so anyway mm-hmm. i you know i don't want to double down on that i do want to double down however on as we leave the nation how our village is the most important thing we have ladies and gentlemen um it equates to quality of life it equates to success on many levels. Uh, to Teole and Sugar's point, it equates to the information that we have, huh? You know, but it starts with communicating. So I want to go around to my illustrious panel, superheroes, as we get out of here with episode 54, The Village. Now the village that I came from, I go back to those neighborhoods. It is, It has changed. Yeah. Because what, black people no longer 
felt was needed. Mm. The Latinas have came in mm. and they have changed those neighborhoods. Okay. The homes look brand new. Wow. They have upgraded them to a point where you're like, wow. We could have did this. this. Yeah, we could have did this. Exactly. Yeah. That is the same thing that we could have done, but we no longer appreciated what we had. We thought that that was a burden. So we wanted to go out into different neighborhoods and felt like we had made it right. and wanted to be accepted instead of staying where we, we were on. wanted and where we're needed and to build that community to where we needed mm. it to be. Ooh, you better come too. You ain't say much this episode, but when you did speak, child, you hit a home run. Round of applause. For- <laughs> Lord have mercy. Say <laughs> like You know, whether it's international, national, or your immediate type of village, um, Kenya says, something very important about humanity. Love your neighbor like yourself. Yes. If you love the person, it doesn't have to be the person next door, just the other human being. Mm -hmm. To love another human being the way you want to be loved, I guarantee we can change the village. Come on. We're talking about your immediate community. Mm. If you love Mm. your neighbor, just pick the trash up. Mm. Sometimes maybe just... If you don't don't watch TV all day, why don't you go mow that person lawn, right? To, mm-hmm. If they can't do it, hey, I'm gonna do it for you. I'm gonna show you how we gonna do this thing. That's just humanity. I love it. I keep saying this: learn how to be good humans. Yes. Uh-huh. And the village will take care of itself because we will take care of each. Yes, Doctor uh-huh. Muhammad Aloysius. I love it. <laughs> Doctor Sugar, bring us home, baby. So when Teule just said, um, making sure that we are taking care of our village and loving people how we would want to be loved, we need to dig deep and figure out how we want to be loved. Mm. And know that that know that having that um, ability to know how we want to be loved will make us love well, as Teule has used that term before. Mm. So we've got to make sure that we have, we stop negative self-talk. So if we stop talking bad to ourselves, if we wouldn't say it to somebody else, we don't need to say it to ourselves. Mm. And then if we wouldn't say it to ourselves, we don't need to say it to someone else. That's right. So whenever whenever we're in a situation where we want to pop off, we pop off on ourselves or the other way around. We just got to start making some changes to make sure that we are consistent wherever we are. We're consistent with other people and we're consistent with ourselves. Man, I love that. Round of applause. Mm -hmm. My illustrious panel of superheroes, you bring it every week. Yeah, the way you love, that just resonates with me so much, Taylor, because people have often asked me, why are you always telling people you love them? That's the way I feel. And I don't give a fuck if it's a one-off, if I just met you, been around you twice. If I say it, I mean it. It's something about you that makes me feel that way about you. And ladies and gentlemen, it's nothing wrong with that as we get out of here i want to send all of y'all love because that's the way i feel about you this conversation is important please take episode 54 the village to your village and share the information are we doing the heart sign come on kendra oh, okay go, go, kendra. oh kendra your heart is cute oh it's so i don't know how she did that okay all right and on the count of three kendra come on y'all My keep your heart things like up keep one your heart two, two three the, the dream, dream is, is 